بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين. At this point in the seerah of our beloved Prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam, this is the uh, the pivotal point of migration of Hijrah, and prior to the Prophet going embarking on this journey, prior to that he when when there were different because we need to understand that the Prophet was at the tail end, he was from among the last of those to migrate uh, from, from Mecca to Medina. When different people started migrating, when they started to, to make their hijrah, uh, more and more people they were going, and the Prophet ﷺ, think of, think of how this must have felt. The Prophet, he goes to Sayyidina Abu Bakr as-Siddiq and you know, he, he kind of hints to him to stay back, don't go yet. You know, may, maybe just hang back a little bit. So Sayyidina Abu Bakr, he, he knows his friend, he knows his Habib, he knows his Khalil. And so he, he kind of, he took the hint and he ran with it. So he started preparing, you know, two, uh, two riding animals and supplies. And, uh, and of course he hung back because he was, you know, an, an A plus example uh, when it comes to Sami'ana wa Atana of, of, you know, listening to the Prophet ﷺ and, and trying his best to obey radiallahu ta'ala anhu. So he hangs back and then the Prophet goes to him in the middle of the day one day, والسلام, so it was in the middle of the day during a time of heat, which was strategic because that was when there would be the least amount of people out and about going about their business. So he wanted to attract as little attention as possible. والسلام, so he picks that time of day and then he also covers his face with, you know, with some type of cloth, with uh, some type of garment as he's going to remain hidden, to be as conspicuous as, uh, as possible, to, to remain hidden basically. So he goes to the house of Abu Bakr and he, uh, and he asks him to, to clear out his home and Abu Bakr tells him, my family is your family. You, know, you, have, you have nothing to worry about, these are good, trustworthy people. You can not only bank on me, but also my family too. And so the Prophet mentions to him, والسلام, that, you know, it's, it's time, let's get ready to go. And Sayyidina Aisha, she would mention this later, that when that happened, she had never seen someone weep. She had never seen someone cry from tears of joy, like she saw her father begin to cry when the Prophet told him that he had handpicked him to be his companion, his one companion during that journey. Imagine the Prophet handpicking you to stay back. Imagine the Prophet handpicking you. This journey was not like a two-hour flight. It wasn't a 30-minute bus ride, right? This is well over a week. This is several days, and you're with that companion the entire time. And who did the Prophet want to be that special companion with him during this special journey? None other than Abu Bakr And what was the trademark of Abu Bakr? It was service. It was service with his money towards Islam, service with, with his time for Islam, with his effort for Islam, with his resources for Islam, with his status for Islam, with his knowledge for Islam. Whatever he had, the way that he saw things, how can I use this thing, this talent, this skill, this resource, this connection, whatever it is, how can I use it in a positive way to benefit, to benefit the cause of Islam? So it's no coincidence that out of everyone, the Prophet chose him radiallahu anhu. And so they get things ready and, and they, the, the plan was to, to leave at night. And there were these plans on the other side of things. Those who were hating on the Prophet ﷺ, they were plotting and planning against him. And as we know, the story goes, the Prophet, he asked none other than Sayyidina Ali 
who at the time was in his early 20s. In his early 20s, and there's this, this, you know, this, this huge situation going on of migrating from Mecca to Medina. And who are, of course, there were many, you know, it, 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 it takes a squad of people, a team of people to make these things happen. But you find two figures who are especially key. You have Abu Bakr and you also have Sayyidina Ali Who did the Prophet ask, request to risk his life, to sleep in his bed in, in place of him? None other than Sayyidina Ali. In his early 20s, not only willing to risk his life for Islam, but think of the high pressure situation that, that he was dealing with. Think of the risk involved. So he does that. Right? And the Prophet, he, you know, he, he slips out at night. There were all these people there. Their plan was, okay, so if we get someone from each clan, they're going to stab the Prophet at the same time. So that way everyone is responsible. Banu Hashim, this clan, they can't, they can't fight all of us in, in war. So if we put our heads... So they had this creativity. They had this intelligence, but they used it all in the wrong way. Right? It's a pretty clever idea, but they use their cleverness in evil ways, in, in bad ways. Why not use that same gift Allah gave you of intelligence in good ways? But they chose the wrong side of the coin in that situation. So the Prophet, he, he makes his way out safely. He and Abu Bakr, they go to the cave of Thor, and they go south. Medina, if you look at a map, you have Mecca, and the north of it is Medina. Why did they go south? Because the Prophet is constantly doing his best to do his part every step of the way, sallallahu If anybody in human history would have had the privilege to sit back and say, you know, I'm not going I'm not, I'm not to do anything. Maybe I'm, I'm, you know, I'm just going to, quote unquote, trust Allah without taking action. It would have been the Prophet, but the Prophet is teaching us through his example and with his words, but primarily with his example, والسلام, the importance of always tying your camel, constantly trying our best. We can't only make dua asking Allah for that job interview to go well. You also have to try your best when it comes to the application, when it comes to preparation, and then when it comes to execution. Dua is an important ingredient through that whole process without question, but we need to do both, to tie our camel and to trust Allah. It's not just one or the other, but a healthy balance of the two. So they go south to the cave of Thawr, and they're there for, for three days, for a few days. And within this setting was when, because there was a price on their heads, there were mercenaries out hunting them down, looking for them. And it got to a point where some of them, they were just outside. So Abu Bakr who do you think he's more concerned about himself or the Prophet? Without question, the Prophet So he mentions to the Prophet, if any one of them just looks down at their feet, then they're going to see us. His primary concern is the Prophet. His primary concern is if they look down and see us, that means they're going to see the Prophet. He's willing to give his life for Islam. But his concern is he doesn't even want the Prophet to be pricked by a thorn that, that was the love that the Sahaba lived. It wasn't just a claim, they lived it. And it reflected in their actions and how they, they, they went about different situations. And the Prophet comforts him. What do you think of two? And Allah is their third. Don't worry, Allah is with us. And as we know, Allah kept them safe and sound in that situation. And, and they end up completing the migration. They end up making their way. Along the way, they have a guide. And uh, they end up making it safely to Medina. One of the main takeaways, and I'll conclude with this, that we can all take from this, to, to, to try our best to plan and to execute and to trust Allah. Right? And to have balance regarding all of these different things. It's not only one, it's not only the other. If the Prophet is always doing his part to prepare 
and to execute, and of course to trust Allah Azza wa Jal, then what we should try our best to do is to, to follow the same example. We try our best, we put our best foot forward, but then with the other foot we trust Allah. So we need to have a healthy marriage of the two. We ask Allah to guide us and forgive us. We ask Allah to help us to learn more about the Prophet and to try our best to live more like the Prophet We ask Allah to gather us with him in paradise. Amin Rabbil Alameen. Wa akhiru da'wana. And alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen.